Brothers, but not by birth. Family, but not by DNA. David and Adam are two of a kind, and they wanna borrow some of your day to talk into your ear holes about midi chlorians and roller coasters. Those two things are unrelated, but so are they. They're unrelated at birth, like most people who aren't related. Unrelated at birth, but they're brothers in a brotherly way. Now it's time for the phenomenal brother and the golden voice of the South. They're brothers from different mothers, but they're both really proud to be unrelated at birth. Um, I'm tired. You're tired? I'm, I'm just tired, man. Mr. Mom got you down? We've recorded so much. <laughs> well, they asked for bingeable episodes. They, uh, yeah, our audience but, asked, and we're responding. But they asked. <laughs> <I'm tired. laughs> but think about it like this. You, you're about to intro an interview with a longtime friend of the show. Yeah. And in that, you talk wrestling. Wrestling, Dave. Yeah. And you, you learn about the bunny, the blade, and the butcher. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Do you want to watch Firefly Funhouse again? No, uh, I think I could do without that. You sure? And it was funny because when... So we did this interview, you'll hear in a minute, um, with Mickey Boylan from Florida Citrus Sports. And Dave's computer died right after we did the interview. So me and Mickey are talking for a minute, and I brought up that Dave showed me Firefly Funhouse the last time he was down here, and he said, oh, well, I didn't have you ever interview. seen the guy wrestle? And I'm like, you know what? Actually, no, I haven't. And he's he's awesome. like, oh, that's the best thing that they're... I'm like, well, why didn't I see that? Well, because he hadn't wrestled at the time when we were... Really? You know, he, yeah, the character was just now... Oh. Was just in the beginning when I when So I was now I need there. to go watch him wrestle. Now you need to go watch The Fiend wrestle. Okay. In fact, while I am introducing you... I want you to look up the Fiend Bray Wyatt personal championship belt. Just just do it. All right, guys. The Golden Voice of the South, the Broken Human Jukebox, all the way from the top of the state of Alabama. That's right. You got Dave Adams. And he is looking up the Bray Wyatt championship belt. I can't wait to see his face when he sees it. The phenomenal brother, Adam Russell, all the way from the House of Mouse, St. Cloud. I don't. The middle of the state of Alabama. Of I don't. I don't see. Oh my gosh! It is his mask. Yeah, and it looks like it's skin stretched across the oh, whole championship that's belt. That's so bad. <laughs> oh my gosh! It it literally looks like something you'd buy off of Etsy. Well, it also looks like something that uh, you would see at Halloween Horror Nights. It does, yeah. And I guess that's the intention. Is the It's supposed to kind of look like he made it himself. Yeah. Wow. Okie uh, dokie. Anyway. Okie dokie, artichoke. Uh. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I'm tired, man. And, and But you should be the one that's tired. That's what I'm saying, man. I, I'm, I'm energized. We are delivering on exactly what our audience wants that makes me excited that gets me energized that's why we do this but you they wanted also... to binge we're letting them binge and you're like oh. well it's not bad i just missed being mr mom working all the time mm-hmm. and 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 but this we is recorded... your creative outlet 
This is. You're right. You're right. I'm having a lot of fun doing it. <laughs> it's just... I'm so sleepy. Let's hurry up. We have to play the interview because I can't wait for everybody to hear what happens. So intro it. Get on with it. I'm really really trying to stretch this out so you don't hear what happens. do it. Okay. Mickey Boyle in Florida City. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So so Mickey's been a longtime friend of, of us. On this show and the last show that we yep. did together, sideline warning. This is going to be more of a sports centric topic, uh, but there is some in the weeds of how bowl games are selected. So, even if you're not just a, even if you're not a huge sports fan, it is an interesting topic to listen to. Definitely, uh, we do talk a little Alabama, and and we get into probably about what five ten minutes of wrestling, Adam. So we we do have some non sports. It felt like longer, but you know, it's it's we good. do have some, it's good to touch some, on several things. Some non <laughs> non scripted sports. I mean, we have some scripted sports comments and some some football comments as well. Yeah. Uh, but Mickey Boylan of the Florida Citrus Sports. He is the manager of marketing and creative communications. Communications. I knew there was a C somewhere in there. Uh, <laughs> I do it every time. Uh, but uh, we did that just a couple minutes ago, and we are going to play that interview now. And Adam's going to enjoy what happens at the end. Well, I I guess we could say we had a five-time guest jacket. Yeah. But do we have a Adam? Do we have a six-time guest jacket for return guests? If we do, it's probably going to have to be navy blue. (laughs) I don't do navy blue and white. How about a three-piece suit? You know. (laughs) Okay. So no, (laughs) no. Okay, people might not know who the voice is because the voice has only been on this show twice, but he was on our old show Sideline Warning four times. Marketing or manager of marketing and communications for Florida Citrus Sports, Mickey Boylan. He's a Penn State grad. Mickey, what's going on, man? Just living the dream, feeling that bowl season uh, thrill. Oh man, yeah, man! Uh, you know, usually you are within seconds of responding to us on Twitter. But it took you a whole two days this time. <laughs> I I was out of it. You know, I was uh, when I finally caught up with things yesterday. I was catching back off news from Sunday, and I was like, oh, I didn't know that happened. <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't sent to me via a uh, you know a notification on my phone, I probably didn't see it. <laughs> so what? You don't get Twitter notifications anymore? I do, but when you get seven hundred of them from the bull accounts, they, they blend in. <laughs> So, so most people, you know, you listen to the show, and we're not a sports show anymore. We, we, but we still keep our, our relationships with our friends uh, that that carried over from the sports show close and tight with us. So, we're going to delve into some sports here. Uh, we're not just going to talk Alabama. We'll talk also Michigan because we have some listeners okay. in Michigan. We'll we'll also talk <laughs> Notre Dame, even though. Uh, whatever, uh, you know, you do have two of the most hated rivals in Alabama history coming to the the, the Citrus area uh, for your your two bowl games. How how did that happen? Uh, you know, sometimes you just get lucky. Uh, <laughs> you know, we followed the projections week after week, and you know, week you know three, four, and five. You know, you, you can't take them anything more than a grain of salt, but. Once you start getting to those, you know, November dates when you start seeing the rivalries come into play and then rivalry week and conference championships, you start to really put the pieces together. Like if Team A wins this game, what happens to Team B and C and so on? 
So when you get to that week before conference championships, you're really just, okay, who, who if this team wins, who are we getting? If this team loses, who are we getting? And kind of yeah. you put those pieces together. And you can usually knock it down to two or three teams per conference. So six teams a bowl game, which still not great, but, you know, you can start right. to you can start to plan and see what you know what type of matchup can you put together where the fan base is coming from and things like that. Yeah, so let's just go ahead and get to it. You know, Adam and I are big Alabama fans, and we know that. I think it shows in some of our commentary, even when we don't talk sports. Yeah. I have to ask you, Mickey, when Alabama lost to LSU, there was some hope, but. Most of the time, you know, everyone said, oh, Alabama getting in as a one-loss non-conference champion in the playoffs. When Alabama lost to Auburn, what did your boardroom look like? You know, i I got to be honest. I'm, I can only speak to what I, you know, what I saw and what I felt. I don't know if others felt differently internally, but it really wasn't until I saw the CFP rankings come out that, you know, we really started to get a get an idea of, you know, what could happen. It's been what six years at the college football playoff and Alabama's been in it all five years. Yeah, they've right. been in there with you know one loss before. Granted, a two-loss team has never uh, has never made it yet. But you know, who would think that they couldn't be the first? They, right. you know, they, they, uh, they've battled some injuries. Obviously, Tua not being there could have played a part in that. But I really, it didn't cross my mind until I saw the CFP rankings. The one after the Iron Bowl, or the uh, one? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. So was it? Were you thinking, okay, Alabama or Auburn, or or was Alabama always going to be where y'all wanted to go? Well, you know, no, Auburn was definitely in there, and you know, even Florida was at at, at a point in there. You know, yeah. Yeah. especially with the local ties. The, the thing that you have to th- keep in mind with Florida was they played here in the season opener. Mm-hmm. So right. granted, they're an hour and a half, two hours away. It you know, it's still a you know good place. A lot, they have a lot of fans in the area. But having that they already played there, and then having played here a couple of years back, uh, you know that that plays an idea in it. And you know, again, before those rankings came out, I at least myself, I they weren't anything I saw. You know, I see the projections. I'm sitting in the team selection meetings we have every Monday, and yeah, obviously we cover Alabama as we do a lot of the other teams that don't have that are in that upper echelon. You know, they don't have four or five losses. Because if you look at the Citrus Bowl, you know you're, you're getting two to three lost teams every year. So once you hit that four right. loss point, there's not you know in a down year you might get a team like that. But it's been a long time I think since we've had a, a four loss team in that game. So we're we're keeping an eye on all those teams in that upper area. But again, uh, Alabama had one loss the whole time. That loss to Al- Auburn and then seeing the CFP rankings is really what brought them into our you know our, our minimized scope there. Yeah. Is there, Adam? I'm, I'm taking all these questions, but I'm, I'm going to steal this one. <laughs> it, is there any fear? And, and you know how Alabama fans are. We're, we're. I think I said it to you at the beginning of this season on, on, uh, even on our show. I think I said, "Oh well, we're not going to be there." So you know, la la la. We, we laughed about that. Is there any fear that Crimson and White's not going to travel because this is a, a two-loss Alabama team? Uh, you know. I don't think any more so than any you know any other fan base that's in the same boat. I mean, Michigan maybe not had national championship hopes this year, but a lot of people did have them in their preseason you know CFP four yeah, at least top ten. True. It's a down year for them. Right. You know, I, my family lives in Ann Arbor, so I went to high school there. All my buddies are Michigan fans. I hear it. I hear about Harbaugh and things like that. But you know, that's always just one part of the fan base. Every fan base has you know their vocal 
minorities has their people that are happy no matter what if they get to go to the game people that want to go undefeated so you have to keep that in mind uh knowing that you know alabama is still a southeast region team it's you know it's easier to get here than it is say michigan or uh an iowa uh wisconsin you know up up that way so you gotta think and you know the familiarity with they played here uh last year so yeah yeah, I know our Bama Orlando group, the alumni association here in town, is already trying to get some stuff together, and there's a lot of local excitement. I don't think the two wins keeping anybody away. I am nervous though, Dave, because <laughs> you know the last time we played Michigan in a bowl game was '99 or 2000 no, in the Orange yeah. Bowl. No, it was not. It, it was '99. New Year's Day of 2000. Yeah, in in the Orange Bowl, lost in overtime. So oh. my fingers are crossed. That we do to them what we did to Michigan State. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. I'm hoping it's a Michigan State, not Michigan. Exactly. State. See, I wasn't gonna, tell you how much I, I wasn't gonna. Go ahead, go I wasn't gonna bring up that that last meeting between the two, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what is? I did realize today. I didn't know until today was uh, they've met four times, two and two all time together. But three of the mm-hmm. four games came in Florida, twice in Tampa, mm-hmm. once in uh, the Orange Bowl, and then the other game was Texas. Yep. Obviously, back in 2012, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was a regular season. See, Adam, I, I've blocked out that my freshman year game so much <laughs> that when you said that, nineteen ninety the ninety six season came to my mind. Really? Uh, yeah, because that was when Gene Stallings his yeah. last game. Yeah. And Debose was on the sideline, yeah. so I was like, "Wait, is Saban going to retire?" That's where I thought you were <laughs> no. going with that. No, it is funny though because I remember that ninety nine team overperformed because they're the ones that beat Florida in the swamp. Then beat them again in the SEC championship, and then lost to Michigan. Hopefully, yeah. lose two tough games. We'll come back and and do better in the bowl game this time. But I'm excited about the matchup, and I'm excited that it's local too. So thank you guys, man. Yeah, yeah. For, <laughs> no, my I mean, the the game is the game's full of storylines, though. If we're being honest, uh, you know, you have the Saban the Saban Harbaugh stuff. Uh, just that alone, kind of you know, gets ESPN's ears tingling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, two huge blue blood fan bases. You know, historic history, yeah. all that. St- I mean, big alumni groups, big football history. Ri- you know, tradition rich. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and but like you know, some of the other things as you were, you mentioned the uh, Saban. Let if say uh, you have to talk about matchups. Say Iowa ended up coming here, then you had a whole different set of storylines where you have Iowa and Iowa State both in Orlando. Yeah. You have. Last yep. time Saban faced Iowa, at least uh, in our bowl game, was his last game as L- as LSU's head coach on the uh, Hail Mary for uh, oh, yeah. Warren Holiday and Drew Tate. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, yep. I mean at, matchups are play a key part in in today's bowl. So is that something that you guys look at? Uh, you know, you don't want to say you don't want to touch Alabama versus some team that might be good enough, but. You, you really want Alabama, but you don't want them to play Team X. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know how much I'd, I'd say it in that scenario as much as there are things that play a part. So a lot of people may not know, but, you know, bowl selections, there are, there are processes for certain bowl games. Obviously, the New Year's Six is done completely. Once you see the rankings, it's this team against this team, this team against this team. We happen to be in a spot where we're the first game uh, right after the New Year's Six. So we get the first selection from the Big Ten and the first selection from the SEC, as long as the Orange Bowl doesn't take a Big Ten team. In that scenario, like it did two years ago, we ended up taking an ACT team, which was Notre Dame, and they played LSU. Mm. So it limits, you know, you're not, it doesn't, I don't want to say limits, but it, you know, it gives you a 
a basket to pick from. You're not just we're not just going willy nilly down the Big Ten and willy nilly down the SEC and pulling. Oh, these two right. teams are these two teams hate each other. It's gonna make for a great game. Or this Heisman candidate's gonna face this guy that you know is from here and stuff like that. It's not so much like that. But also, you can't jump a team. Say you're uh, you know you have a, a ten and two team or nine and three team. We can't say oh man it'd, it'd be awesome if Alabama could play this seven and five team. I know it's not the most even matchup, but this uh you know this quarterback and this offense just they there's something about them that would draw the people you know to win there's you know bull contracts say that we can't take a team that has more than a loss either way right oh okay okay so i didn't know that mm-hmm. part well that's cool so and, all right and it varies so by we, conference i you know yeah. for us we yeah. can't you know if, if there's a nine and three team available to us we can't take a six and six team Okay. Okay. That, I understand that one now. So we, we've we've gone on Alabama and 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 uh, Michigan. So talk to me about taking uh, Notre Dame and Iowa State uh, for the Camping World game. Yeah, I mean that that's. I mean, how did Notre Dame fall in your lap for that game? So on a on a different kind of end of the spectrum from the Alabama surprise that we had, Notre Dame was projected to come to us for the last. I mean, some people were projecting them early in the season, but it didn't really. Uh, sway either way for the last five or six weeks Mm. once they fell to that middle of the top 25 uh area just outside the top 12 or the near six picks they um you know they we were we had our eye on them so you know each week we had uh some representatives out there checking them out you know seeing what was going on letting them know that you know possibility they could come here is, is a thing and it's realistic and you know we're here uh and then on the other side i think the big 12 was so um there was so much parity in that this year. You know, obviously the Oklahoma loss to Kansas State kind of set them back, and they were trying to play catch-up the whole year, and you had Baylor surprising everyone. So those two teams were always a little bit ahead of the pack, but after that you had Texas, Iowa State, Kansas State. Um, you had uh, – I think there was another one that was up in that 7-5, seven, 8-4 seven and, and area. But, you know, yeah. through the last four weeks of the season, it, it, you had no idea. Even, even if you looked at the projections from all the, the media out there – going into that final week I, it was split i think we, there were like three people that had kansas state two that had iowa state uh texas was in a couple of them and then in that bowl game alamo gets the first pick out of the big 12 so okay. when when ba- and they got texas exactly so when oklahoma and texas or when oklahoma and baylor went in the new year six that left alamo with that first big ta- big 12 pick they went texas they gave them a texas um Oregon, uh, not Oregon, Utah matchup because Utah mm. lost the Pac-12 championship. Yeah. yeah. So they they were already sealed in that spot pretty much, and that gave them Texas, Utah, and then we had next pick for the Big Twelve. Oh, I wish you had so, gotten Texas Notre Dame. That would have been a great <laughs> yeah. game. I mean, again, looking at the projections, that looked like a possibility for the last oh, four man. weeks, and then, and the, you know, the same same thing happens, you know, other years. Last year. Last year, actually, a lot of people were. It's been out there that we we thought we had a chance to get in Iowa State, and then the Alamo Bowl, you know, swapped them up on that yeah. last day. Yeah. And uh, West Virginia at that point came to us, and that was West Virginia that was had CFP hopes until the last two weeks of the season. Yeah. They, they lost those yeah. last two weeks, and then, uh, I mean, I think they were nine and three still, which is a pretty good season for them. I don't know if Dana had them ever at ten wins. He may have had them there. I don't once. think he did. But uh, yeah. so, th- so then we got them, and we again we it was kind of unsuspecting to us. We you know we had them on our radar, but thinking that Alamo you know could have taken them, or or that they if they wouldn't have lost that last week of the season they'd be in New Year's Six, you know a nine and a ten and one team, eleven and one West Virginia in the Big Twelve. 
that's a that has uh, New Year's Six game written all over it. Yeah, so. yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. So, Adam, you've been quiet this whole time. You man. haven't stopped like talking, you. man. Okay, I'll <laughs> no, shut up. It's fine. So, real quick, before we go too far away from the Alabama game, I want to go back to it real quick because we will drop the link to this episode into the Tampa Bay and Bama Orlando groups on Facebook because we're we're involved with both of them. So, what um what just quick things around town and around the stadium, the kind of the normal things we talk about. But for those groups, what should they know heading into into the game, which is what less than three weeks away now, right? Yeah, this was a very short turnaround. Last year, yeah. Selection Sunday was on the 2nd, so this year yeah. was almost a week week later. Yeah. Um, you know, bowl week, it's not just the two games. We have a whole week of events, especially Orlando having two bowl games. You start – I mean, teams come in for the Camp and Roll Bowl on the 23rd, 22nd, but, the you know, the week of events really kicks off on the 26th. Anywhere on iDrive, you know, you go down there, you'll see the team logos, team stuff everywhere. Yeah. Uh, they, you know, on twenty sixth, we have a couple private events where the, the teams will interact with some local children at at some different uh, locales around the area, have some fun. You know, the the um, Andretti's and the main events of the world, where they can, you know, it's kind of like bowling, uh, arcade yeah. games, you know, something like yeah. go karts and things like that. Then the pe- Adam and I know Andretti. Really. Oh, oh yeah, you do. <laughs> put you in the wall there, sucker. The one- <laughs> Sorry, no, I put you in the wall and made you spin. Thank you. Anyway, please continue, Mickey. <laughs> no, uh, so then uh, we have the pep rallies. I don't know if you guys went to either of the pep rallies last year. They mm-hmm. uh, they're now in the Point Orlando. Okay. And uh, you know, with Kentucky and Penn State last year, those things were packed, blue and white everywhere. I mean, the pictures of them are incredible. I I wasn't able to make it out there myself. But just the photographers were sending me pictures back, and I was like, "Holy cow! I've never seen so many people, you know, fit into a place that big." Yeah, um, that's awesome. And those take place, you know, 4 p.m. One team goes about half an hour, 45 minutes. The next team goes right after. Like I said, it's it's pretty incredible. Both coaches go out there speak. It's kind of like you know how different teams will have those midnight pep rallies the night before a big game. It's just like that it happens during the day, so you guys can go yeah. out and have fun afterwards. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah, I mean. Game day, whether you're parking past, uh, you know, at the stadium or you park downtown and ride the free shuttle in, FanFest is open four hours before the uh, kickoff starts. If you don't have a spot to tailgate, that is one big tailgate. We, you know, vendors, games, there's a zip line, there's human foosball. I mean, I can't tell you all the weird things <laughs> that I, that you don't really see too often out there. So you can, you, got, you know, four hours to spare. Uh, and then human foosball. Yeah. I'm going to take a picture of your face, Dave. Okay. I'm going to post that one on Facebook. Cause your face right now. Yeah. I'll, I'll, <laughs> How does that work? I'll send you guys some pictures of this. Uh, you get like, okay. you get, you know, four or five people on each team. It's probably a 25 yard turf. And you're like in a box, like, a, you know, like a human foosball table or foosball yeah. table. And then just the two people, you have to hold on to the poles, and you can only use your feet, obviously. And, and you just kick the ball, and there's a goalie. and the, So you can move side you can literally move side, side to side, but you've got to keep both hands on the pole, and you can only use your feet. It's, it's wild. Last, uh, two years, That's cool. Two years ago, we did it with Notre Dame and LSU at one of the, uh, the kids' events we had. And, you know, you get 300-pound linemen playing with five-year-old kids that are up to their knees, and it's, it's a sight to see. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> So we all okay. Yes, Adam, that's a great. Yeah, we're, yeah, that one's going on the group for sure. <laughs> what is human foosball? What? Yeah. What? Well, here, see if you. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. 
anyway, okay. So back to your train. Sorry. <laughs> and then I mean, and then honestly, if you want, you know, if you really want to go upscale and get that premium route inside FanFest, which takes place outside the stadium on Tinker Field, uh, there's a indoor, you know, climate-controlled pavilion that we have. That's all you can eat, all you can drink. That opens at uh, three hours before the game. You know, both games are noon and 1 p.m., so they'll have the Bloody Mary and Mimosa bars out there, full Ooh. full brunch buffet, you know, eggs, bacon, pancakes, all that all that good stuff. Uh, so that's really the way to go if you're really trying to get the most out of the experience. So I asked you last year, and you kind of skirted around this question when it comes to the bowl game, what do the players get in the swag bag? <laughs> so... Uh, they get a. I know this now. Oh, he's yeah. Gonna, I know. He's going to tell I'm us ready. now. Oh hey, boy, we got the end, man. <laughs> so, so they get um, a Best Buy gift card. So what, what that means is they don't just go on their own. We set up a time for them when they come down here. They all we uh, we you know close out a Best Buy, give them about two hours. They shop through. There's a pizza party. They've got a DJ in the background. Disco lights. And all that. Yeah, it's. I mean, wow. it's like we. It's like we pretty much have you know club Best Buy in a way. And, nice. and, the, and the players go around, do whatever they want. Uh, I think it's four hundred dollars they get wow. to spend there. So you know, we've we've had we've had player. It, it brings you want to talk about good stories. One year, a kid bought the entire candy wall, just Snickers, Twizzlers, all all that stuff. Wow. That, another year, a kid spent his entire four hundred <laughs> or whatever it was that year on uh, gifts for this family that he saw walking around the Best Buy that you know wanted to get their family some Christmas gifts. So he didn't spend anything That's on himself. Cool. I mean, there. There's really cool things that come out of this, and yeah. then, again, you know, once they're done shopping, they get you know chill back, eat some food, get you know listen to the DJ and do all that stuff. It's it's a pretty cool experience. So then on top of that, they also get a you know fashionable watch. I'm not a watch guy, but they get one of those. Yeah. Not a Rolex, but <laughs> but, oh, but come but, on. But, but whatever the, whatever the next best thing is, you know, it's got the bull logo on it, all that sleek and all that yeah. stuff. And then they also get a. Um, a what do you want to call a backpack but it's got like uh you know the logos and all the yeah. perks on it and, you know all the different tech pockets and luggage tags and all that stuff nice so. that's cool mm-hmm. the $400 shopping spree is something that I would I mean come on $400 to a college kid in Best Buy you're a millionaire oh, right? right you're right I mean <laughs> yeah. I can go I wish I could have that right now <laughs> no I'd go to town yeah yeah that is awesome all right, Mickey. So we've talked bowl game, but you guys at, at Florida Citrus Sports are not just bowl game. Talk about what you do for Orlando. I think I just stole Adam's question. No, no, no. You didn't. I have another one though. Please, Mickey. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're right. We talk about this. We talk about this a little bit every time I'm on. But uh, what our main goal is to do is to bring events into Orlando that benefits the local community. Uh, you know, when we get a new event or when we get, get members and stuff like that, and we're bringing action and, and different things to the stadium, that money comes back in and goes out to the community. So we partner with Lift Orlando. We work with the city of Orlando and different groups within the gov- local government to, you know, benefit to where we built just built a new senior living care block away from the stadium, which is the second phase of the uh, Lift Orlando footprint, where the first one was a um, economical neighborhood where you know it was lower uh prices for people to move in that may not have had the budget to live in this area it has health and human uh resources where you know you can walk to a doctor from there There there's a a kids school elementary you know elementary aged 
uh, school right there now. So it in four or five years, the the progress that has been made here is just pretty incredible. And a lot of that comes from the different events, these bowl games, the kickoff game. Uh, we just announced, I think it was, let's see, today's Wednesday. I believe it was announced on Thursday that we're bringing a new concert in July. I don't know if you've heard that, but Def Leppard. Yeah, Wild that was going to be my question. Poison, yeah. Joan Jett. So it's J- J- July, you said? <laughs> July 9th, week after yep. the 4th. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Might have to plan a Disney trip. Yeah. <laughs> another one. You another just, one. Yet another right, one. Yeah, right? Yeah. Hey, I don't blame you. Yes, I was just. I, I think I, was just I think there. you go to Disney more than I do. <laughs> See, I told you. I told Come you. On, I told you. Oh, there's thank you, wrong, Mickey. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm just. I, I mean, I'm a little jealous. I know. I'm a little jealous. <laughs> All the pictures you see of me is like Dave's at Disney again. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that that's awesome, Adam. So go ahead, add on to what you were going to say. No, that was that was my Adam. question. I was going to ask about the concert because that's a, it's a pretty good lineup. Yeah, I coming mean, to Kansas Stadium. I mean, yeah, you don't see. You know, we had Jimmy Buffett and the Eagles uh, last year. You know, it's two big, two big bands, but you don't see four huge acts coming together for a, a stadium tour too often. So it, it's you know right. it's pretty special yeah. to be able to bring that here, especially since I think Beyonce was the last concert we've had here, which was maybe over just over a year ago now. I want to say that was that might have been right after the Bama kickoff game. Yeah, because I remember you were talking about was, a yeah. three ticket yeah, pack. Because yep. yeah. that was part of the stadium yeah. pass. Yep. Yeah, it was. You're right. You're right. Man, you, you've been on the show a lot. We could talk about all these things now. <laughs> Throwback. <laughs> you, just, yep. you get some all graphics. Right, Mickey. You get some graphics. Up I know. There. Yeah. There you go. Throwback time. <laughs> all right, Mickey. I can't let you go without asking. How can unrelated at birth get to the bowl game? Uh, well, right on the spot. I thought you were going. I thought, I thought you were going wrestling, Dave. I, no, you, I can't. You threw me off I'm on not, that Mickey, one too. You don't have. I was just totally messing with you, man. I, we're going to try to get down yeah. there, no matter what. Uh, you know, we will go oh, through the right man. channels. So, uh, I said, you know, apply apply for a media credential though. It can't hurt. So you never know. I, yeah, yeah. yeah, you never know. <laughs> Adam's like, Dave. I should have taken a picture of his face on that one, Dave. You, you, you got both of us on that one, man. Oh my god. Well, yeah, you had you had me up there. I was like, what's he going to ask? And then he, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> no, no. So okay, Adam brought it up. AEW NXT. Well, where you? Well, at? you know, I thought you were pushing this thing back to ten so you could watch the rest of uh, NXT and AEW. I thought that was. Oh, I've got that on DVR. Uh, don't worry. <laughs> don't I'm worry. A week, I'm a week behind. I did not see last. Are you really? I did not see last week's stuff, but I've seen everything else. So you missed the list, the lexicon of Jericho of the champion. No, wasn't that two weeks ago? Was that last week? That was last. Oh, week. then I did see it. Okay. Uh, they all. Okay. Yeah, I did see that. Because then at one point, did you notice he slipped up at one point and said the list. And then he yeah. and then he apologized to uh, I forget who he was talking. Well, he Jungle said, Boy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so did you notice the two of the names I noticed that were on there? One of them was Alan Jones. Oh, I didn't see. Do you it. know? Did they they showed? Well, it? I, I, no, but they somebody has taken a screenshot. Oh, okay. Because he kind of quickly showed it. Gotcha. One of the names is Alan Jones. Do you know whose real name Alan Jones is? I don't. AJ Styles. Ah. Huh. And then the other name that he just didn't say was Marty. Mar- Marty Skrull. Oh, okay. So is that, Marty, do you, th- you, do you know, think that they're coming then? Oh, I know Marty. Marty Skrull is definitely going to come. Okay. So here is how that he's going to come. The Bunny, the Blade, and the Butcher. Mm-hmm. They're steampunk. Their whole getup is steampunk. What's Marty's whole gimmick? 
steampunk villain. Gotcha. I think Marty's going to be the leader of Buddy Blade and Butcher. Okay, so let me ask you this because I don't know who they were. I was like Jr. when when they showed up and he's like who? Yeah. I was I don't. My God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't know who they are, but I, I obviously I know the uh, Allie was her name, right? She was on TNA yeah. for a while. And was she was name. also on AEW yeah, for a while. So I, are they mm-hmm. a were they a thing before or is this a? The Blade and the Butcher definitely were. They were big indie. Uh, indie guys, and they're they're very good wrestlers. Very, I mean, they're they're going to be a good tag team well, the, for AEW. I mean, the guy's got the the monocle and the handlebar mustache. Oh, it's, it's it's awesome. Yeah, if if our listeners haven't looked up Bunny Blade and Butcher, it's just worth do it. it. It's yeah. Adam. If you if yeah, your Adam listeners or right co-hosts now. haven't, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Adam, go ahead and look up look Bunny up, Blade yeah. and Butcher. Yeah, excuse it, me for one second. It's awesome. Yeah. So so where do you lie, NXT or AEW? Right now. AEW, and the reason is I didn't, I wasn't, I don't just say I wasn't. I, I am not a fan of how they just brought in all the WWE superstars for four weeks to, you know, hype up Survivor Series. I want to see what the NXT brand does and what they do, right. scripting and you know storyline and and you know the the wrestling's great. Like I actually, the week before they brought everyone, where uh, Seth Rollins, Becky Lynch, um, I think. Roman Reigns might have even been in that episode. I was, right, I was at, Roman was there, I was yeah. at the week before that where only, um, I think it, I can't remember who was there now. It was, you know, two, two. Kevin Owens showed up once. Not that no, so it was not that night. It was a different night. Okay. It was the night of the uh, women's ladder match where Mia Yim got. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah. rewatch that episode. The ladders, where the la- she falls on a ladder is. I'm the row right behind that. So oh really? I, yeah. They moved the front row out. They put in some decoys or. Whatever the you know the the people they hire to sit there in case you know the superstar yeah. comes into the crowd, and then we were right behind them. So at one point she threw the ladder down, and the kid in front of me put his hands like this because it was the ladder was about to come into his face. So, <laughs> so I'm like, oh, so that's why they don't let me sit there, <laughs> right? Yeah. So so then that's and that's great. oh you know Finn was there, and then Finn at one point yep. comes in and jumps over the uh, the rail or the barricade, and he's right next to me because i'm sitting at the edge of the aisle so if you watch that when he gets he gets chased out of the arena just look and you'll see me holding my phone up trying to get a picture to send to my boss (laughs) i'm like hey look look what you're missing out on so so do you think finn's going to eventually show up as like a bullet club i mean are they going to do something like that so i might be more behind on nxt then because i i don't know if i've seen it since survivor series or if i did i've only seen one episode um he turned on uh Adam Cole. Well, he was last week. Maybe? I thought he already. He paid like yeah. Uh, he paid like kicked okay, Adam Cole. I remember that. Yeah, but he was never really okay. tight with Adam Cole, was he? No, no, okay, yeah. no. But no, that's right. Yeah, he kept yeah teasing that. Yeah. So, uh, so he is now squaring off with Adam Cole, then, right? That's his. Yeah. yeah so, I think it's either tonight or the next one. It's Adam Cole versus Finn versus. Uh, I want to say maybe Champa. Okay. That would make sense. Either tonight or the next pay-per-view. It's something that's coming up, but that's going to be a great match to the, the triple threat. Yeah. Okay, Adam, have you looked up the bunny? Yeah, and I wish I hadn't. Yet? That mask that dude wears is kind of scary, man. <laughs> the, so the butcher does have a mask. The blade is the monocle dude. Okay. I th- yeah, I figured that the bunny is to the be, one. Okay, got it. Yeah. To, to be honest, yeah. I don't know if I, I've seen a – wait, which one is the one with the monocle? Blade? The blade. Yeah, so yes, I don't. E- I, I don't even think I could picture Butcher because as soon as I saw the monocle, I was just staring at that like, 
how's this guy gonna <laughs> walk around with this? It's like it's like an awesome power. Was it when he meets uh, Fred Savage? Mole, 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 mole. Reminds me more of like Ace Ventura the second one when he's like, "Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars." All right, well let's let's wrap it up here, guys. Uh, so, Mickey, how can they get a hold of Florida Citrus Sports? Any of the Camping World games, uh, anything. What? Give us, give us all your socials. For the well, let me start. For the first time ever, we've released our membership renewal campaign in December. Oh. Normally, that starts in the new year. You know, February, March, April area. This year, we did a twelve days of renewals thing. So members can currently on renew the now. First day of renewal. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and and you get every if you renew early in this 12, uh, yes. 12 month period or twelve day period. You get different prizes, sideline passes, uh, suite tickets, and all these other things that I don't even know because there's a whole list of them. Yeah. Um, but for tickets to the game, you can go to CampingWorldBowl.com. <coughs> you can go to CitrusBowlOrlando.com, and you know there's different packages. You, you know, single game tickets, premium club seats, uh, suite rentals if you have you know you want to get something for corporate life or just you have a big family gathering going. There's a, there's all different things uh, still available for the game. So. This is the way cool. To so, what are the ticket price range? Do you know? I mean, are those pretty much set? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. Um, it, you know, it varies by section location. I, I probably should know that off the top of my head, but I don't. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm the person that just goes on Ticketmasters and, lo- and looks for it, and I, you know, I, I think they're around eighty. I want to say. Yeah. Okay. That's that's normal. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. If you look. At the different matchups, I mean, and that varies by game. They're not both eighty. I think I think Camp Royal Bowl is a little lower than that. But when you you know when you're dealing with Alabama, Michigan, two Michigan. two top fifteen teams, it, you yeah. know that's usually going to be a little more on the pricier side. But I, I think they're both pretty reasonable. And if you look at you know the different bowl games out there, yeah. Cool. So, so you got the renewals. What's your your uh, socials for all that? Just so they want to yeah. see what you are talking about. So for bowl season, I would tell you to follow at Citrus Bowl on Twitter, at Citrus Bowl Orlando on Facebook, and then at CW Bowl on Twitter, at Camping World Bowl on Facebook, and then we use one uh, umbrella Instagram. So at Citrus Sports, you'll not only get the two bowl game contents, but you'll also get anything we're doing with. Uh, Membership in our organization, which tonight we had yoga on the field for the last time in 2019. So that's part oh, of the wow. reason why I'm here so late. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> were you were you doing the yoga on the field? I was not. I, I'm still fully dressed for for the office life. No, I, I was at, I was actually upstairs in in uh, the press box working on some things for bowl season while I had some people down on the field taking some photos so we mm-hmm. could post those out on social media. So nice. Hmm? Got it. Got it. All right, Mickey. Well, hey. We appreciate you coming on, and uh, hey, who knows? I'm trying to talk my wife into letting me go to this game. Uh, I know Adam's probably going to try yep. to go, so uh, you might see both of us down there. I know you'll see Adam. Yeah. So. Well, you know, you, are you guys? You're probably a part of the alumni chapter down here, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think they they he normally is. get a uh, they the alumni clubs for the participating teams normally have a section of fan fest. Mm-hmm blocked off where it's you know their own big tailgate so yeah i'd keep an eye out for that that should be Will coming do. in the because alabama was actually here today on a site visit oh cool and then iowa state was yesterday i think tomorrow is notre dame so nice this this Wait, is always was, a busy was, week uh what's that was coach saban there no no it's it's uh you okay. know the the uh associate directors of you know the director of um 
team travel and uh, you know the guys that have to determine where they where they're gonna practice and I don't know the titles but you know oh, yeah. anyone that has to deal with you know team travel and where they're gonna practice where they're gonna stay where they're gonna be at this time uh, communications people that are trying to figure out you know how many people they could fit in mm-hmm. this area people that are in charge of credentials and team operations so just a lot of operational stuff that's cool all right all right all right, Mickey. Well, we appreciate you uh, coming on with us, and I, I, it's busy for you, so I know. I thank you for carving <laughs> no out worries. thirty oh, minutes of your sure. day. Always a pleasure. Us, Are we gonna go this whole time without talking about the big basketball game this this, this weekend? Well, see, <laughs> the show's going to launch after the game has already happened. So by then, Penn State will have won, right? Yeah, you just don't want to talk basketball, Dave. Come on, admit it. Pretty much, <laughs> we know Penn State's going to beat Alabama. <laughs> So, do we have to talk no, about no, that's all I wanted to hear. That's all I needed. <laughs> awesome. All right, Mickey. Well, if we don't talk to you before then, have a Merry Alrighty, Christmas. Thank you, guys. And thank you for coming on you with us. the same. Though. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Mickey. All right, so that, that's that's a great interview with Mickey. And, and, you know, every time he comes on, it's fun. We, we talk wrestling. We talk football. We talk all things that we geek about. Something else that we geek out wait, about. Wait, 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 wait. We're not moving uh, on to the no. next topic yeah, yet. We, we are. have yeah, we to are. talk about what clearly happened in that interview. And the, the beauty of it is is that I was going to, over the course of our marathon sessions, to build this bingeable packet of goodness, try to trap you into singing. You heard me do it last episode by throwing a couple of little ditties out there just to see if you would like jump right in. But you actually sang unprompted. No, it in the middle of the towards the end of he, that interview. Well, cuz nobody was going to catch the 12 days of renewal. I think and everybody I, caught the 12 days of renewal pun around this time of the year, Dave. I don't think they did. <laughs> in either case, you sang. So we are going to go with Vance's $5 idea. to give $5 kids to the give world. kids the world and the next time it happens it doubles. Ten dollars to give kids the world. Okay, do it again. all right. So that's cool. So on the second vengeful podcast, give, Dave I gave did two kids the world because I want to give kids the world some money. Hmm, that's good. So you sang on purpose? I sang on purpose, Dave. I no, did. No, I did. Yeah, no, I no, nobody believes I want, that. I want hey guys, to donate comment down below. Do you believe it? No, no way. Okay, there's Emma. no way. There's no way. You okay, did. You did. You got caught, Buster. Buster. Now we can move on to the other topics. I just wanted to make sure we didn't gloss over the fact. And I and I, and I don't know what ran through Mickey's head, but when Dave sang, we're all on video doing our in the program that we record in. Dave sang, and I literally made this look like yes, like that. Like so, I have no idea what Mickey thought, but <laughs> he probably thought I was really excited about whatever he was talking about while Dave was he, singing. Did you not know what he was talking about, Adam? He was talking about the twelve days of renewals and memberships. Okay, we're, and he probably thought, oh, I'm looking at a membership. And I'm like, no, I'm not looking at a membership. I'm actually really, really, really excited that Dave Were you not focusing on what our guest was saying, Adam? No, don't turn this around and try to make this about me, homie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. All right. Well, so other shows have covered this topic, but we have purposely stayed away from it. I don't think we're going to go into many spoilers of the show. I, I don't know that. I mean, the big one, the cat's out of the bag on the big one all around the world. So. Yeah, we. Know, I mean, every, anybody on Facebook, I mean, has seen. Well, anybody, just, anybody who doesn't live under a rock. Yeah, I seen. mean, it, even if you've been in another country that can't get Disney Plus yet, you know the Mandalorian and you know Baby Yoda. 
technically he's and not. And if you didn't, Yoda. you do now. So right. Well, even if you're a <laughs> member of the Unrelated at Birth group, uh, if you like the page, I posted a picture today. Yep. You know. Yep. Scale that was of a one good to one nine. Thank you very much. Too. Thank you very much. I found that. Uh, so, Adam, what are your thoughts on the Mandalorian? Mando, as we call it. Overall, sure. overall, I'm very, very pleased with the tone of the show. I'm pleased that Mandalorian's kind of a complex character who is a bounty hunter by day and does his trade and is very ruthless about it. But at the same time, when he discovers the child, Baby he, he has a side that he has a side that you wouldn't expect. And I like that. I have a concern, though, about Uh-oh. the Mandalorian. And I... They've, they've, what's the word, assuaged <laughs> that concern. Assuaged. They've, they, they've gotten rid of my concern both times by tying everything in. But the first three episodes were all about kind of setting up the entire basis for the, 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 the story, the raison d'etre of what we're trying to do here. And that's that you got a bounty hunter goes out, goes out on a bounty, finds the child, supposed to bring it back and does it and goes against the guild and all this kind of stuff, right? So that, that foundation I get. The last two episodes, I was really, really concerned that they were going to go like most shows do. Because TV shows these days don't end. They just right. find a way to stretch out the story and stretch out the story and stretch out the story like Lost until something happens and no one's happy with the ending. Sometimes it's better just do two or three seasons and just end the story. We talked about that with Stranger Things, right? Um, and we hope that they, they eventually do that instead of stretching it out forever. I, I'm concerned with the last two that it feels like it's gone from the Mandalorian with a story to the misadventures of the Mandalorian. Yeah. Oh, I end up in a village, and I've got to save these people. And then in the in the last one, I have to help this young bounty hunter find somebody. Th- what I am okay about it right now with is at the end, they tie it into the storyline. So the fourth episode was all about nowhere is safe. Even in a remote place where the people don't have technology, and he thought he was safe in the middle of nowhere, someone found him. Then the last one was about who is that, and don't don't say who you think it is yet. You'll have your turn. But then on the end hey. of the last one... When all of the story happens and you've got the the bounty for that episode lying there, who walks up to it at the end? You know, that leaves you a little bit of a cliffhanger. I just hope it doesn't get to where they have an end in mind, but to get there is this long and winding road of just random stuff that seems to happen. I hope it all ties up in the end, because that's what I really like about shows like, um, especially some of the late 2010 to 2015 episodes of like Doctor Who when it first came out all the way through like the 10th Doctor is it felt random throughout the whole season but then every single episode had a common thread you never knew about until the end and I hope this does that you know at the end of the day but the last two episodes have felt like it's a little bit more of wandering and he's going to get thrown into this kooky crazy zany mess and he works (laughs) his way out of it you know so I just hope that it doesn't start to wander too much but what about you what do you think? So I, I tend to agree with you on most of that shocker, right? Uh, but he, so my my big things are I do love the Easter eggs that they throw into things. Oh yeah, yeah. Like every now and then you see, you know, oh there's this is, you know, this person or that person or I'm wondering if we're going to see some more of that. Um, yeah. My theory leads itself to this. Keep in mind the. The time frame for Mandalorian is five years after um, Return of the Jedi. Yep. So, oh, excuse me. I'm tired. Oh, you are tired. Holy cow. Yeah. 
<laughs> the Empire has fallen. This is before the First Order. Luke is... We don't know where Luke is yet. We don't know where Leia... I don't want to see Luke, Leia, or Han in this series. This should be all about this little part of the galaxy. What I do want to see are some minor characters. Like, I want to see maybe a hut. Yeah. Can't be Jabba, because Jabba's dead. Yeah. It, it, he died in He died in, in ROTJ, yeah. 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 We think another character died in ROTJ, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Who is that that bends down to check on the uh, the the tracker at the end of episode five? Oh, that's Boba Fett. You think so? Well, Palpatine died in mm-hmm. ROTJ, and he's back somehow. Yeah, that's true. Boba, F- we never saw Boba Fett die. That's true. He just fell into the. The whole animal. Are you yawning again? I'm yawning again. He just man. fell into the whole animal. The whole that the is whole an animal. animal. Yeah. <laughs> you mean the I sarlacc the, pit? The sarlacc pit. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was an ass. I just couldn't think of it. Man, I'm tired. You you shut your face. Oh, that <laughs> was genuinely funny. That that was genuinely funny. The whole animal. Look, I love it. <laughs> the, the animal that was a which was a whole. Um, so I also I do love the fact. Did you catch this? The uh, so he went to the ta- landed on Tatooine in Episode Five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the mechanic that he landed on landed with the uh, the droids that he was using. Yes, they were my Koopas. Your Koopas. You know, oh, dude, we talked about this three or four yeah, episodes with with. with but where did they you look bring like, it up? They do look like what, Koopas. You're right. Yeah, they look like Koopas. Yeah. So, but they're, you know, the, he, they're the pit droids from Pod yeah, they're Racing, pit droids. Right? right? But they're the same ones I think in Star Tours. They are, aren't they? I didn't mm-hmm. even realize that. The little okay. whole the whole windshield cleaning gag they do when you're waiting yeah. in the loading area. Yeah, they're in Star Tours. Yeah, it's the pit droids. Yep. I, I kept on waiting one of them to go up to and say, "You want to go pod racing?" <laughs> no, I don't. Leave me alone. That's voodoo. Yeah, where's Watu? Why? Why is he not coming up? Watu. Watu, Watto. It's you put the wrong emphasis on whole animal. Watto, whole animal. You're on a roll, man. I am, man. I'm I'm a Star Wars geek, but you never know it tonight. Just the (laughs) way we're talking, man. Oh, that's I'm having a bad night. My my favorite Easter egg by far in the series is um, the very first bounty in the very first episode when he um, pretends he's going to the to the vacuum tube, the bathroom. Yeah. And uh, he goes, yeah, I was hoping to make it home in time for Life Day. Because that's a shout back to the Christmas TV special that right. they always disavow, but it actually kind of gave a shout out to that. It's, it's that there. Pretty cool. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, the big question I have, and this is in episode four, when they're in this remote village. How does that woman know how to shoot and the rest of the village not? I thought, you know what? I've only watched it once. I need to go back and watch it again. I believe that there's something in there that gives you a hint to that. Not much. No. Shoot. See, there's somebody listening to this right now screaming out what it was. So if you know what it was, comment. Because I'm going to go comment back and watch it below. again now. Because I believe that they kind of... yeah drop us, drop us something on the page and call us idiots. Because, I mean, we've already mispronounced and called things weird names. You know. Whole animal. Whole animal. <laughs> That's going to be... Not W-H-O-L-E. 
That makes me that makes me want to take a picture of the baby sarlacc in Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities and be like, (laughs) "Baby, whole animal." (laughs) Wait, I didn't realize that they had a baby sarlacc. Yeah, it's one of the things on display. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if I'm if I'm there for the Citrus Bowl, I'll have to uh, I'll have to go in and check it out. There you go. Although I don't know if I want to be at Disney World on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. New Year's Eve, yeah, you, it's an experience. If you've never been to Epcot on New Year's Day, is it put it on your bucket list just to experience it. I thought it was Magic Kingdom. Uh, Epcot. Really? Yeah. Man, oh, they're all busy. I mean, there's nowhere that's not busy. Epcot's Magic a Kingdom different, usually... Epcot's a whole other, like, different kind of busy. Brazilians? Just people. Lots of people. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, I might called the World Showcase. People come from all around the world to visit there, but there yeah, are a I'm, lot of people. But I agree. Okay. But I mean, maybe you know, squeeze in there. You never know. Yeah, might we'll get up. At, we'll get up at three o'clock. Be the first ones in line at the turnstiles. Get in the virtual queue. Go do. Go get a boarding group and go into into rise. I thought you had to be a park guest, like a. a Resort guests to do those though. Mm-mm. Yeah, the six o'clock opening extra magic hours. That's not extra magic hours that time of year, Bubba. They open the parks that early. They're doing that right now. I thought it was extra magic hours. They're surprising and delighting right now. Oh, look it's at that! It's not posted and it's not official. Look at all that magic. Look at See? all that magic. See? Okay. Yeah. All man. right. So something yeah, we, else. We about- have a member of our team that did that this past weekend. They woke up at four. Got their kids together with another family, and they drove and they waited in line. Wow! Yeah. Did, what boarding pass were they at? What boarding group were they in? Uh, I don't. I don't remember exactly which number, but they made it on. Oh, so All right. yeah. Well, something exciting happening in our house now. Yeah. So we couldn't talk about this last night, but we could talk about this tonight when we're recording the second of our marathon episodes here. <laughs> uh, our house is finished. That's we, uh, awesome. The upstairs we, is finished. The upstairs is finished. Got it. Okay. The basement will be probably February or March. Okay. You guys should have been gone on some TV show, man. Well, that much no. work. It was a lot of work. Here, I'll show you the pictures. We could probably post these on uh, yeah. on our group. You could have logged it, and and that would have been a YouTube video. We could have logged it, but mm-hmm. that means I don't know. I don't think Amanda would have liked that. You don't think so? You don't think That's, she would like you filming while you're picking out paint colors and granite or whatever? And I don't think I would have liked that. Really? Well, basically, because we didn't do a lot of the picking out. We trusted our uh, our contractor hmm. to do a lot of it, and he did a great job. Good. Um, let me let me pull it up here. Let you see the pictures before we post them later. So what all? So, so tell everybody what we're looking at. What all you did? So we're looking at right now. We we opened up a. a Cut out this wall here. This room here was all just one room. We added a fireplace to this room. This room being the upstairs living room? The upstairs living room. And the wall to the right was just a full wall. Uh, we cut that wall out and made a an open concept into mm-hmm. the dining room. Uh, the other picture here is our kitchen. And that's where the majority of our work was done. Okay. Uh, we we busted out that basically was kind of a half wall. Yeah. 
kind of a pass-through looking thing. Uh, and so we made a whole island, moved the sink, moved the dishwasher, moved the stove, wow. added some pendant lights. And then the picture that you see here is looking into the new laundry room, mm -hmm. which was just a, an office space. The laundry room da was down in the basement, but we moved that upstairs. Nice. Added a barn door. There's a, uh, a dog yeah, kennel. The obligatory barn door. Yeah. You notice oh, that. Because, nice touch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's awesome though. It looks it looks That's great. Cool. There is a lot of shiplap, and you know, knew there would you be. Know, you know my love for shiplap. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, Amanda's going to come home tomorrow night, and she's going to come home to a basic new house. So Mr. Mom is almost done, and you have a house that's that's done too. I love my wow. kids. I love my kids to death. It takes but, two, as the song says. Oh my gosh, it does take two. I'm not going to sing it at them. Um, I know what you're trying to do. You know, there are people who are wired that can do the single parent lifestyle. Yeah. And my hats are off. My hat is off to them because I'm not wired for that. It's, oh my it's gosh, something. dude. It's, it's something. Because this, this week, man, I've been wanting to strangle myself, my kids, my my dog, the dog, the my, elves. <laughs> yeah, the elf basically almost died last night. I mean, yeah. you heard that story. I'm still dad of the year, uh, but you know, tonight I got. We went to Wendy's to the drive-through because mom's sitting out here. Who's cooking dinner, right? Yeah. Um. So we went to Wendy's. I got the girls two kids meals. And I've got both of them a cookie. I said, all right, you eat your meal, you get a cookie. Ellie ate all hers. Harper ate half of hers. It says, I said, Harper, do you want to get a cookie? No, I don't want cookie. I said, okay. Throw her hamburger away, and I started eating the cookie. Oh, cookie. Oh, cookie. I said, Harper, you didn't eat your... Oh, cookie. Oh, my gosh, child. I, I, I just... What do you do? You know? Yeah. So it's the joys of parenthood, my friend. Joys. The joys, yes. Ha One day, the song says, what's that Trace Adkins song? Um, One day, you're going to miss this. You're going to want <laughs> this back. You're going to you're wish going these to days wish had it gone by so fast. <laughs> have it gone by so fast. <sighs> these right. are the good times. So take a good look around. <laughs> okay, okay. If the, if the alternative to singing is robotic, like recitation, oh, I might want the singing back sooner rather than later. <laughs> you may not know it now, but you but are going you to miss are this. Going to miss this. <laughs> oh man! I didn't hmm. sing. That is true. That is true. Yeah, you know, we talk right. about Mandalorian and things that we've been watching. Can I tell you what I have gotten into watching? And I've mentioned this on the show. I can't remember if it was like a random thing with Sideline Warning or if it was un unrelated at birth. I love watching game shows recently, dude. So if you don't okay. know what Buzzer is, typically to watch Buzzer, you have to have an antenna because it's an over-the-air channel. Okay. But... If your TV has a browser, you can pull up their website and play it there. And I just discovered an app called Pluto TV, which is free that has it. And they play like Match Game and Pressure Luck and Card Sharks, which is Card Sharks is just my favorite. I don't, I can't explain why, but I could watch that all day. Do you but like the what, new Card Sharks or the old one? 
The old one. The card okay. sharks with, like, you mean the new one that's on ABC now? Because there's that Snoop the Dogg old, there's the old, old one, there's the Bob Eubanks one, and then there's the new one, right? There's like three right. flavors of card sharks. I'll take either of the older ones. Uh, the new one's not bad, but it's just not the same. Um, okay. But what, what, the one thing that pops up that I will sit there and watch it no matter what time it is, and sometimes it keeps me up late because I cannot turn it off, is Supermarket Sweep. Where really? the heck did that show go? I mean, it's that is just in, the best thing ever, dude. It's turned into guys' grocery games. Well, in a way, yeah, that's true. But I, I could I could literally sit there and watch Supermarket Sweep all day. A Supermarket Sweep all day. I don't know what it is. I, it, it, and I have this feeling inside that You've got a feeling? when Supermarket Sweep... That tonight is going to be a good night. Oh, okay. I thought night. you might... Ready. I was going to give you a second to sing if it's the, the reciting thing. that Or what do you call it? It's called what spoken say word. Spoken word. That's right. Yes. But so supermarket sweep makes me want to go to Epcot and ride Body Wars. But like you can't that time do that of anymore. year. No, but that time of year, or not time that that year, that time of our lives, and like that decade, and like that moment was like right when we were going to Disney World a lot with with me and my parents, and like Home Improvement was on TV, and I don't know. I just sometimes I watch that and I long for like that four or five year period to come back because those yeah. are good times when wonders of life were... was a real pavilion way back when yeah r.i.p wonders but, of life but now it's it's going to be the play pavilion r.i.p wonders of life <laughs> I'm sure, no no i'm sure i'm sure play will be just fine but but let me i just have such a fond memory of body wars body wars was one of the first i'll put it in air quotes thrill rides that I ever rode, and I remember getting off of that, and my knees were shaking because it's like, wow, what did I just go through? Because I was like, not I was like less than Aiden's age at the time, like right around really? Aiden's age, yeah. And it's just like, what did I just ride? And it just was such an experience that you know that's what made me love Epcot. But I don't know why this love watching Buzzer because I love watching game shows because they're unscripted. Keyword being unscripted, right? Unlike some things, and and. Um, it's like watching that for some reason. I just want to teleport back and go to Epcot and ride Body Wars and watch the Kitchen Cabaret. Well, so this 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 brings up a mind of something. We're almost forty. We're 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 pushing old. Let's say you had the ability to teleport hmm. to a different to a different time in your your almost forty years. When would that time be? True. We're going to do this. And we're going to close. Actually, how about this? How about this? How about this? How about this? We're going to leave you with a cliffhanger, Unrelated <laughs> Earth fans. I love it. Adam, think about it. We will noodle on it all week. And our last episode of the Bingeable Trio. When would Dave and Adam go back in time? If we could. When would David, Dave and Adam go back in time? Mm. There you go. I'm glad. And, I a, I'm glad I have a little bit of time to think about that. That's a that's a deep one, man. And let me let's do this because this is going to be our last show that people listen to of the of the of the year. The next, next year, one, the, the the one with where we would travel in time, right? Be, yeah. yeah, that will be the next. I mean, the end of the, the decade. Hmm. So. 
let's do the last episode. We're going to give you a preview of this next episode in this epi- in, in this episode here. It's a preview of the next one inside of this one? Inception. <laughs> Does the thing stop spinning or not? I have to know. It stops. Ah, oh, dang it. Yeah, he's not in a dream. He's in real life. Um, <laughs> but let's look back on your 2019, and then let's look back on your your 2010s. And let's let's talk about life, how life was in 2010 or 20 or 2009, and what's better in our lives in 2019, going into 2020. And I already have like, so we're gonna talk like the best times of our lives and all of that, the best times of the last decade. And we're going to call it now is the best time of your life. It's going to be a beautiful episode. And I might even throw in the carousel of progress right at the beginning of it. Not the current song, but the other song, the alternate song that they play to that alternate song that I'm not going to sing. (laughs) I'm trying. You got to give it to me guys. I am sure trying to get some money for give kids the world (laughs) because it is a great, big, beautiful, not that one. Now is the time. Now is the best time. that That one. Oh, I don't like come that on. One. If it's by the Sherman Brothers, you can't say you don't like it. I'm sorry. The Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow was also by the Sherman Brothers. I know. You can't say you don't like anything by the Sherman Brothers. I'm that sorry. That is very true. Okay. So <laughs> what I'm doing, this is going to be a call to action. You won't hear, well, crap, how are they going to hear this? With their ears. No, because I want them to call in and tell us you know, about their 2010s. Well, how about this? How about this? Okay. Here, here's what we're going to do. The next episode is the last of the bingeable three that we're dropping, right? Your assignment over the course, and we'll bring this up in the next episode too, your assignment over the course of your Christmas break is going to be to think about the best time in your life that you would go back to. And I want a voicemail about it on the birth line. I want post about it on Facebook and email about it for you, Sherry. That's fine too. <laughs> you, you were going, you were going to wait for that dig, aren't you? I, was, I had to find some way, right? No, but however you want to get it to us, let's let the first episode of the new year be about your guys's answer to that very same question, and let's see I if like we it. can get some good answers for that. I like it. See, I just I just on the spur of the moment, I threw this at you, Adam, and this is a whole series now. Don't <laughs> See, you like look at it? that, Dave? This is why you're the host, man. You're the golden voice with a silver mind. In my in my wait, why am I not gold? Well, everything golden can't mind. be gold. I like gold. <laughs> so, there you go. See, <laughs> <laughs> shave my shelf for my shelf. <laughs> a puff and a pancake. Sorry. Okay, yeah. Pong and a blitz. <laughs> Amanda says I quote too many movie lines on this too. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Come on. No, I mean, I, come on. I, come on. I'm a human jukebox and a human movie quote. If you couldn't so, sing and you couldn't quote movies, literally, what would we do? I had no idea. I talk wrestling. Oh yeah, please sing and quote movies then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so six five zero UAB show. That's it. Six five zero UAB show, um, and hurry up. Visit our socials if you can. Drop your stories. Drop your voicemails. Listen to the next episode. Hear what we have to say. Give us a call. Drop us a line. Let us know what you would do. Um, you want to hit them up with the addresses real quick, Dave? Sure. At Twitter, I am at dadams419. He is at Run. The show is at NotRelatedBros. Uh, on the Instagram, same handles for me and Adam. Uh, for the show, we are at Unrelated at Birth, unrelatedatbirth.com. 
all the fun stuff, uh, unrelated to birth at gmail.com for you, Sherry. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I, I, I really do hope that you will consider, you know, telling us what your moment you would go back in time, how your 2010 looked, how, you know, how is it different from what 2020 is going to be going into 2020? What did you like about this decade? What didn't you like? I think that could be a really good topic going into the new year. Uh, you know, we're not normally a topical show, but that's a good one to start the year off with. So guys, we, we love you. Uh, if you're listening to this one before Christmas, hope you guys have a good one. If you're listening to this one after Christmas, hope you had a Merry Christmas. Uh, if you're listening to this one before the New Year's, right at New Year's, Happy New Year! <laughs> Happy New Year! Happy Should Birthday! Order. No. Oh, um, well, if, wait, if they're listening to this one after the first... No, it's, it's when it's recorded, sorry. No, that wasn't the loophole. Well, you're trying to make a loophole now. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we love y'all. We'll see y'all on the next show when hopefully you have your answers for the answers that Ab and I are going to give. All right, guys. We love y'all. We'll see y'all on the next one. Bye. Bye, guys. That's why we break. I don't know why I have MC Hammer stuck in my hand. I was going to say, where did that come from? Thank you.